Hey, welcome to uh, our bonus episode. This is about the Vins family, and uh, it's been a lot of work trying to get the these first four episodes about the Vins family finished, but it's been a lot of fun. It has been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed it. It's been a little overwhelming, honestly. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't realize how much work it was going to be uh, when we first started talking about putting together a podcast. But we went into this having no idea yeah, what we, we were doing. Yeah, this is baptism <laughs> of fire. Yeah. Um, but but it's been a blessing. And uh, especially, of course, we're not going to talk about the other episodes yet because no. uh, we don't want to give a whole lot of spoilers away. No. But uh, the Vins family is a story that, I, from the very first time I ever heard about it, uh, I've been incredibly fascinated with. And I think when I first heard it, I got the book uh, Children of the Storm, and I have several other books by and about uh, Georgie Vins. Mm-hmm. And I ended up teaching it um, as a uh, missionary story uh, in uh, Sunday school at church. Which is where I actually first heard it. Right, right. Was in, in that because I was assisting you with the kids, and it literally blew my mind. The story is just extraordinary. Yeah, it sounds like it, it sounds like uh, something somebody made up. It's so. It's so incredible. It sounds like something a person would, would uh, you know, create, like a novel or something. Yeah. When you first told me about it, you said, this story is bizarre, Kim. And I was that's, like, that's funny. I don't sure. That. And then I actually read the story later, and I was like, wow, that's insane. Yeah. But it's, it's an amazing story. Well, whenever I read the book, even as an adult, like I said, we taught it originally to children. Mm-hmm. Um, there was just so many lessons in it that I thought were good practical lessons for the Christian, uh, yes. for young people and old people alike, mm-hmm. and especially for Christians who, uh, you know, the Bible says all those that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. And uh, just because we're not going into prison camps and things like that, like George Evans was, um, the Bible tells us that if we're going to live right and we're going to live for Christ, then we're going to f- suffer some kind of persecution. That's just scripture. I mean, that's yes. what the Bible says. Yes, absolutely. Um, so anyway, I thought to me when I read the book, it was really good because there's a lot of practical uh, lessons in there for Christians uh, in a time of persecution. Yeah. And that's what the big takeaway I had from it and a big reason I wanted to teach it. Yeah. Uh, besides, like I said uh, a lot of times already, it's a really good lesson in faithfulness. I mean, yes, you, that's one of the things that spoke to me most in the story is about faithfulness and just just the basic everyday things that you have to do to be able to stand up the way that they stood up. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. Well, how much energy and effort did they have to put into their children? And I'm talking about Georgie and Nadia have to put into their children, Natasha, Peter, the rest of them, that they would be willing to make the stands that they made as children. And it made me even think, how many of us as Christians are falling short raising our children to make the kind of stand that they need to make? Yeah, so talking about raising children, a really big lesson to me and a big takeaway and, and something I wanted to make sure we include. I mean, we had to leave a lot of stuff out. Oh, so much But something stuff. I wanted to make Get sure book. we... Get the book. Get the book. Yeah, please, definitely. <laughs> um, but something I really wanted to include in the uh, in the podcast was the little, little clip there where uh, Brother Vins uh, teaches his kids uh, what to do if they're ever questioned by the police. Yes. I, that I, was really incredible to me because mm-hmm. uh, what he tells them... 
he gives them a scriptural reference for it. He tells them that Jesus, when he was questioned by Pilate, the Bible says that he didn't answer a word. And, and he tells them that that's the best thing you can do. And I tell that to people all the time. I really do. Like if you're, uh, you, you know, God forbid that we should ever face uh, major persecution in this time and country. But p there are Christians who still face persecution today. This is not something that's yeah. gone uh, to the past. Yeah. And uh, and thankfully, we have a blessing here in America that we have something called the Fifth Amendment. And I really encourage uh, people that there's a time and place to exercise that. You don't yeah. always have to. Uh, and I'm not talking about not uh, contending for the faith, but I'm talking about uh, not answering. Uh, you know, you don't always have to answer. You don't always have to open your mouth. There's a time and place, just like Jesus, to keep yeah. your mouth shut. And then another one that I tell people, and this is not in the <laughs> lesson, um, the Bible says that Paul told him, he said, uh, bring Zenos the lawyer. And if you're ever in trouble with the police, I really encourage you, uh, practice your, exercise your Fifth Amendment, be quiet, and get a lawyer. And, and there's one more scripture to go with that. You know, there was, the Bible says, answer a fool according to his folly. Yeah, answer right, a right. fool not according to his folly. There's a time to just be quiet. Yeah, I'm and you saying. should. But but so. all joking aside, and, and that that's a serious subject. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I, I really want to, that was a big takeaway for me. Yeah. Is, uh. That there's a time, especially when it comes, when you're in danger, or they're trying to get you to incriminate yourself, or your brother or sister, yeah. in Christ. Uh, just keep your mouth shut. That's what Jesus did. He was just quiet. So that was yeah. a big takeaway for me. Well, something in the book, even on that subject, which we didn't have time to cover on the podcast, was um, the young children after Papa had been imprisoned, and this is when Babushka was helping with the prisoners and their wives and all that. Um, but it talked about how the children had to learn not to speak about certain things, right. even inside the home, because yeah. they were afraid the home was bugged and being listened to by the KGB all the time. And just teaching our children and even ourselves, the Bible says study to be quiet. Yeah. There's, you know, yeah. we need to be careful. And yeah, that's take, true. You know, that's a big takeaway for me as well. Very yeah. important. Um, another one to me is uh, that I think we take for granted, uh, but they really exercise it and use it a lot in, in the persecuted churches in Russia just a few years ago is the value of, of gospel music, of hymns um, for, for your worship and for the encouragement of the saints. And, you know, you always hear, we told about it happening several times during the podcast. There's many more in the book and in lots of other books about the persecuted Baptists in Russia that I've read, uh, where they would just uh, begin to sing hymns uh, to the prisoners as they were being uh, drug away and things like that. Yeah. And uh, I think we, we really take the uh, music, uh, gospel music, godly, good Christian music for granted and uh, we should really take it a lot more serious. This really is a blessing. Yeah. And, you know, we know from Ephesians that that's how we're filled with the Holy Spirit. And, of course, those people, they need to be filled with the Holy Spirit every day whenever you're in a, a situation like that. But yeah. by the same token, so do you and I and the listener. We all need to be filled with the Spirit every day. I so mean, music it, is incredibly important. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go no, ahead. it's okay. I was just saying we take it for granted. We can pop a CD and the CD player any time and hear some good godly Christian music. 
they couldn't do that. Yeah, that's you true. Know? And not only just the people who were in prison couldn't do that, the people who were outside of prison couldn't hardly do right. that. They couldn't just be walking down the street singing Jesus Loves Me. They yeah. would get in trouble. Yeah. I mean, we just take it way... We don't take it nearly seriously enough, you know. Yeah, I it's concur a with big that, deal. yeah. Well, tell, what about you, Kim? Give me a couple of your takeaways. Well, well, well um, I, I think Miss Masha was an inspiration to me. Okay. Very young woman. When the story starts, she's in her 20s. She is literally in endangering her life, being willing to preach a son, not preach, sorry, oh teach. Goodness. We're going to have to edit <laughs> Edit now. that. Fix We're that gonna have one. to edit. All right, go okay. ahead. Okay. No, she's willing to teach a Sunday school class to some children, and she knows for that she could be arrested. Yeah. She could go to prison. Another young lady in the story that it talked about, um, Miss Vera, was her name Vera? She was in prison with Babushka. Yeah, yeah. Miss Vera. Yes, Vera. And I believe she was in her 30s. And we take our freedom way too too lightly. We don't take it nearly seriously enough. But these young people, and I say young because 20, 30 years old, that's not that old. And they were willing to sacrifice literally years of their life, go to prison, and, and give up, you know, maybe being married, having children, different things like that or even time with their children. I don't know anything about Vera, if she had children at home or anything, but who knows what she was sacrificing to be there. Yeah, that's you what know, real Christianity up, is all about. That's what, what real Bible Christianity yeah. is all about. And, and it made me Christ think, first. what are we willing to sacrifice yeah. to serve God the way we need to serve God? Right. You know, right. so many of us are not willing to sacrifice a TV show. Yeah. Much less know, right? years of our life in prison. Yeah, you know, that's good. That's good. Yeah. You you got anything else, Kim? Uh, I I've got so many things I could go on all day, but well, we don't have time. We'll take for that. a couple of more minutes. Let's get one um, more. What's pick your best one? Pick your best one. Babushka. Okay, go ahead. That woman was. I, by the way, hold on. Time out. If you heard the train right there. <laughs> Uh, this is my arch nemesis, all right? We we happened to... I, the, the studio was built in my spare bedroom, okay? Yeah. Now you know, all right? And uh, I happened to live near a railroad track. So we've spent many, many hours uh, editing out trains and, and having to stop recording to uh, uh, so you guys would not hear a train when you're not supposed to. Choo-choo, right. chugga-chugga, I know, right? Thanks. Okay, so go ahead. Babushka, start again. Okay, babushka, um... It, we barely touch on it in the podcast, but we do mention that she lost her husband. Her husband was killed in P- prison. Peter Vins. Peter Vins. Yes. Was killed in prison. Um, Under Stalin, I believe. I believe Under you're Joseph right. Stalin. Yeah. And yet, Babushka continued to serve yeah. the Lord. Now, to the extent that her son was willing to go to prison. Right. For, because he was raised right. And he, he believed in God, and he got in the Bible, and he loved the Lord, and he sacrificed his own life and his own time. And just the testimony Babushka has that she raised her child right in spite of losing her husband. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's really There cool. might be single parents out there who have lost a, a husband or a wife or divorce or whatever it happens to be, and they might be on their own. 
you can still raise a child that will love God and serve God. Yeah, that's 100%. good. That's a good lesson. Um, yeah, that's a really good lesson. Uh, real quick, and we're we're fixing to wrap this up because I we promised it would be only a few minutes, and I think we're sitting right at twelve minutes right now. Uh, but I do want to mention about uh, Peter Vins because we don't really talk about him at all in the podcast. Just mention him, I think, very briefly in passing. Now, let's just Babushka's. clarify. There is a Peter Vins in the story, but he was named for his grandfather. Right. So this is, we're talking right now about Georgie Vins's father, Babushka's husband. Yes. Right. Um, he was an American citizen. Mm-hmm. He's an American citizen who went there uh, to Russia as a missionary. And uh, as I recall, and I don't have it in front of me, but as my memory serves me, he was an American citizen who went there as a missionary, gave up his American citizenship, and they gave him the option uh, when the communists took over that he could leave and go back to America or he would have to renounce his American citizenship and become a Russian, uh, a Soviet Mm -hmm. citizen. Mm -hmm. And he stayed there so he could continue to minister to uh, his flock, and then he was arrested and ultimately... Uh, was put to death for it. So he's a really cool story too, and um, there's wow. limited uh, there, there's limited uh, okay. resources and information on him. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I've read is very fascinating. I don't know if if we have maybe if we can gather enough material, it might be fun to do an episode on him. Uh, even though I just spoiled it, you know, and gave the, the yeah, we just told <laughs> but you it what's still might happen. be might be fun to do an episode on <laughs> yeah. on uh, Peter Vins at some time in the future. Yeah. So. All right, final thoughts, anything? Uh, My final thought would be the fact that lying was taken so seriously. Lying? Lying. Okay. Whenever they Oh, whenever Natasha... Go ahead, you're going to say it. You're going to say whenever Natasha got the fake note. Yes. To to try to go visit Babushka. Yes, and when she got caught, she got kicked out of school. Um, She was so upset about it. And she tried to tell Papa how wrong it all was. And Papa said this. He said he was glad that she got caught because it would teach her not to lie and to never get, give place to the devil. Right. And it was just amazing to me because most of us as Christians would be like, oh, you know, she was lying for a good reason. You know, the end justifies the means. You know, God yeah, would yeah, forgive yeah. that. And that's the mindset so many of us take. And it just blows my mind the way they, they took even the simplest of commandments, thou shalt not lie, and take them so seriously. And I think a lot of times we don't take it nearly Fair seriously. false witness. Enough. Yeah. Bible doesn't say, okay. thou shalt not lie. You're, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thou get shalt your... false witness <laughs> against thy neighbor. Yeah, thank you. By the way, okay. I li- live next door to you, so, yeah. so don't you be also, lying about You me. also get to hear trains, so... <laughs> okay, well, I think that's all really good. Um, we're going to wrap up. I think uh, I, I really want to say how much we appreciate anybody, uh, you know, if whoever you are out there, I'm sure they're... You're probably the only person listening to this podcast. And we appreciate we, you. You are valuable to us. So you thanks a lot. You don't even know how much. Thank but, you. But all joking aside, we are thankful to you and grateful to you for listening to the podcast. We uh, hope that you if, you, if you want to figure out how to follow the podcast, if you're not already following us on Facebook, it's, what is it, Kim? It's like Hand to Hand Ministries. Hand to Hand Ministries. So follow us on Facebook uh, so you can stay up to date. And remember, next week is a big, it'll be a fun episode and uh, and a cool story. And that's Michael Sattler. An amazing story. So um, 
So we'll talk to you next week. Thank you all for listening.